The following episode of True Stories Based on Fiction can and will contain explicit language and adult content. Listener discretion is highly advised. Um, so this week, uh, Garrett and I start our season two of our book club where we discuss uh, every volume, every ultimate, every volume of the complete collection of Invincible by Robert Kirkman, Ryan Otley, and Corey Walker. So that's what we got going on this week. Hopefully like the new... Um, truncated intros but until then enjoy the following episode good evening ladies and gentlemen we are tonight's entertainment you've got exactly 10 minutes to decide if you really want to know you have built this city let's face it this is not the worst thing you've gotten done Third host, I'm back with Garrett here for season two, I guess we'll call it, of our uh, podcast show. Um, we didn't, we never really had a name for, for uh, yeah, it, it was like, like book, book club, club yeah, yeah. Lines, yeah. But this is still gonna be book club, but for the next probably year, or some shit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so season two of, of, of our show is gonna be where we go monthly and review. The uh, comic book series, which I have touted as maybe the greatest comic book series of all time, to me. And that is Invincible by uh, Walking Dead's fame's uh, Robert Kirkman, uh, Corey Walker for the first seven issues, I believe, and Ryan Otley for the next hundred and some odd fucking issues. Um, cause, so Garrett here is going to benefit from the fact that I have every issue of, of Invincible and the yearly volumes called Compendiums, I believe, right? It's going to say... Compendium? No, Ultimate Collection. Yeah, Ultimate Collection. Yeah, so I have like fucking. Were they right there? I thought they were. I thought I saw them in here last time. They're probably behind the turtles. Because I have up in the Ultimate Collection. Yeah, they're right there. In the studio here, I have eight volumes of that. And then I have the Compendium, which is, I think, the equivalent of four of the Ultimate Collection. Because they're all like 13 issues each. Yep. So, uh, without further ado, this is the first episode of that cast that we're, I'll probably name and hopefully get a logo for uh, by the time this comes out next week. Inside Baseball. Um, but, we're going to talk about Invincible Volume 1. And since it's been probably roughly 10 years since I've read Volume 1, or any of these, uh, any of the older books. Um, so I'll let you start off, Garrett. So what, what did you think about it when you first started reading it, and then how how did you react to the flip? To the flip? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so I'll just start you. with like, I was pretty pumped about this because I only I kind of. Robert Kirkman, I actually knew the name. Like, yeah. this is the first time you've given me something that I was like, I know that. <laughs> I, like, that I heard about that. Uh, I mean, just from Walking Dead and shit. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, Walking Dead, I mean, I I think I was like most people, like, season five, I trailed off. Yeah. That, was, that was probably about it for Probably me. a little bit. But more. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. those, those first five seasons. Then it just, I I don't know if it just got repetitive or, I don't know what it was. Small tangent, so. sorry to interrupt. Uh, but when Walking Dead first came out, the weekend that it came out, which I think was on Halloween weekend on yep, last Sunday, it was. Uh, there was a comic book convention that only lasted two or three years. There was always Halloween weekend and at the Cobo Hall. It had the entire cast there. So I had the opportunity to meet everybody. But I said, like, I don't give a fuck about no Walking Dead. Oh, dude, that's Walking sad. Dead, these nuts. <laughs> but they were all there, the entire cast. Punisher was there, the king, oh, the wife, everybody was there. 
You didn't. And did you like Walking Dead? Um, I stopped once I start seeing the same patterns over and over again. That's kind of what was this. Maybe that's why I stopped. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those. What did we? What were we just talking about? Oh, the tick. Yeah. Where we were just saying like, it's good, and I wanted to watch it, but there's something that didn't draw me back into it, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it was. I don't even know what to say about it. it just, I just stopped watching. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with The Walking Dead. Probably about season five. I think I stopped when the dude from the Marvel Universe with those weird glasses, who's kind of Mexican, with the bald head, who. Agent Sitwell, I believe, who turned out to be like Hydra. Okay. When he was in it, and he had some some information, and then he tricked them, and then I think he shot somebody. It's right around the time when I did that girl who was always singing them stupid-ass country songs died. God, I, were you farther than me? That, that, does, that does not ring a bell at all. She was on there from season one, and she was uh, the sister of uh, the Asian guy's girlfriend oh i know what you're talking okay yeah 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 yeah. I, I know what you're talking about now i don't think that was season five it, it might have been though because tyrese was dead already i think the gov i think the governor was dead at that point i think it was season after the governor oh yeah that is further along yeah when I, those I cannibals know. first came on there i believe i remember the cannibals but i don't think i watched the season of the cannibals okay i think i just saw like the introduction of them but I didn't see, like, the aftermath of when they were caught. Did you see when uh, Tyrese's, Tyrese's sister was fucking that, that dude from The Wire? And then, like, he got... I don't think so. Bitten. Okay, so, yeah, so... I don't think so. I, I may got further you did, because uh, there was a funny line on there. Because he gets bitten by, like, a walker, and he doesn't tell anybody. Then they get attacked by the cannibals who, who, who start eating them. And then he was still alive, and, like, ate his thigh and shit. And then... He started laughing, like, what are you laughing at, boy? We were eating you. He said, tainted me. That's tainted me. me. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's kind of a badass way to go. I'll, I'll take that. All right. Um, I, why do I, I always do that to us? I always make us trail off, something, trail off on the weirdest shit. Like, I mean, the... That was semi-related, though. Yes. That was semi-related. All Robert yeah. Kirkman. Um, Wait, so did so did I get further than you think? I think you did. Huh. I think you did, yeah. I don't think I did. And I've always wanted to go back and watch it because people are still, people still talk about it, but I just, I just never do. Yeah. I think it just like you kind of have to be invested. It's hour long episodes, like, and there's eight million of them. It seems like at this point. Sometimes just keep yapping and yapping. Yeah, it just kind of gets to like a point where I just, I'm like, "Ah, I'm too far behind. And this is right before they announced, but it hadn't started yet, the uh, spinoff show. Oh yeah, then they had the spinoff show, and I was like, ah, oh, what are we doing here? Like, it's all that's Agreed. all the same shit. Agreed. Like, Agreed. But I don't know. Maybe Fear of Walking Dead is different. I don't know. But I was, at first, I thought it was kind of uh, like a satire because I I remember watching the <laughs> commercials. I was like, man, this is made poorly. <laughs> like it just looked like the like production was awful of it. Right. That was just from the trailer of it. But I just remember thinking, man, is this like a low budget like a short film? Like what are they doing? Fan made? Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. Um. But that being said, with Invincible, after reading this volume, this first volume, this is only the first volume, I was like, immediately, I think I texted you immediately, I was like, this needs to be a show. Yeah. This either needs to be a show, a movie, I don't give a shit, like, this needs to be a show. This is one of the best stories I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the twist at the end was one of the, like, 
the 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 art on it and everything like everything on it was like man this is awesome incredible story because um, it, it starts off kind of like Batman and Robin almost but with super power, so Superman and Son kind of yep and then like he's a teenage superhero so it does all the tropes of teenage superheroes and shit his his personal life and trying to balance life with being a yeah, superhero and shit you know going to school getting all the homework done joining like a teen group yep. that has other superpowers which I loved. They they did a bunch of stuff in this in this book with like uh, I think a text you was like, man, how are they not getting sued for this <laughs> shit? Like, is it like they had like superheroes that look really familiar to like Wonder really Woman, Batman, I, even like Green Lantern, like a bunch of shit like that. But the I, the book also had like some great kind of comedic scenes in it. Yeah, there was a couple parts I actually laughed out loud yeah. reading a comic. Yeah. I was like, that's the first time I ever had that type of emotional connection to something like mm-hmm. that. So. Yeah, this is by far the best that I've read. Now, Identity Crisis, I had an emotional connection to as well. Right. But this one, I actually felt like I knew the characters. And this is only volume one. I agree. I agree. You know, and Identity Crisis, it seemed like there were so many. Mm -hmm. And I just knew them from knowing them from different shit, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But in this one, I actually, like, kind of followed the origin of these characters and everything like that. And, I mean, that this. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped to keep reading this. Because Mark Grayson is a pretty likable character. Yes. He's not like a squeaky clean person. No, no. He just... But because that isn't relatable. No, not at all. He, he's like every day just a cool dude at school. Yeah. Um. So you'll see some tropes going on in the book that you may not have seen yet, but he's known for quitting. Which is just like, well, times are getting tough. I'm going to do something else instead. Okay. Which, which, which I like a lot because that's how... I mean, that's probably what I would do too sometimes. Most people, yeah, yeah. Most people like, ah, fuck that. I'm done. Yep. Because like, hero stories always, I'm going to I'm gonna persevere over this adversity. He's like, man, fuck it. I'm taking the easy way route. I, this I is hard. I don't want to do this. <laughs> exactly. <Fuck> this. <laughs> um, but every... Every character was fucking awesome. Yeah. Even like random characters like the alien that shows up for just like a couple of scenes. Which one? Um, if you, if you're, I don't know if you remember this, you said it's been 10 years, but there's this scene where, like, um, I say scene, I don't know if that's the right word for it, but, um, basically his dad tells him, hey, there's, there's like an alien coming in, I need you to stop him, he's way above your league, but you need to, this is like when he first became a superhero. <laughs> yep, it's right here. This Bro, thing. yeah. I didn't know that, that he popped up this early. He's very important to the series. Oh, which very makes sense, important. you can kind of tell. I don't know. But, he like, he was like early. a... Like a cool ass character, I was like, yeah. He's very important to the series. I didn't, I did not think he popped this early, bro. Yeah, I mean, this is probably like two issues in. It's probably more than two. Oh, that's two, three, probably four or five. Four, yeah, four issues in. So four, issue oh, five. it's five. Issue five is when he actually fights him in there. I thought he popped. I thought he popped up in like volume three or some shit. This is crazy. Yeah, he's very important to the series, bro. I mean, I could kind of tell that he was going to be an important character, mm-hmm. but it was just. I mean, just every single character, even the mom, like the shit she's going through with, like now her kids got superpowers and they're gone all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is issue seven when they changed artists, and I, I I noticed now that you can't really tell. I was gonna say I didn't notice that they changed artists. I can I can tell now though, cause this is a little more, uh, the line work is a little more fine, and there's a lot more lines in the faces as well. Ryan Otley has a cleaner style, I would say. But he gets a lot better than what he is in here. This 
figure here, which is like the Batman ripoff, right. it's more similar to how he draws currently. And now he draws Spider-Man. He wasn't that good back then. He, he's gotten a lot, but he, he was good then. I was going to say, this wasn't bad to me. This is this this these two pages are kind of bad. This might be This is not even him. He he probably couldn't draw women back then. Because this is, this I is mean, not good. I mean, he did his best. He put some boobies on there. Well, now he's trying to be like the dude from Savage Dragon. He, he, okay, so he changed his style a little. Because that looks like Savage Dragon. This character pops back up. The Eric Larson what character? Page? That Back up later on? Hmm? Back up later on? Oh, spoiler ass. Why? Because he died or something? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they don't. Or maybe like their son or, or some shit. I, I want to see if somebody would do that sequence there. Well, there's a there's a fourth name on here. Ryan Walker. Whoa. Nightwing sequences. Terry Stevens. Okay, yeah, okay. So those sequences we saw in this issue. A Darkwing. Uh, Darkwing, Aquarius. Yeah. Yeah, those are all drawn by different artists. Which Darkwing is basically Batman. Yep. Aquarius is just a fish version of Aquaman. Yep. Um, that makes sense. This is Ryan Otley, Ryan I believe. I was trying to figure this shit out. This dude like eats a glob of shit to turn into something. Like I was like, what the hell is that? His superhero ideas are so fucking out there, but he makes them all. I, I know. Like it's for so some reason, I was just like, oh okay, he just eats the fucking pile of goo and he turns into <laughs> something. I was like, I just accepted that. I don't know why, but I did. Um, yeah, this guy's going to be, uh, popular and in the book a lot. And there's really? a really big flip with him. Does he die too? Yeah. Like in this, literally like two pages from now. Wait, is this, is there a character in here yet named Rexplode or is this Rexplode? That's not Rexplode. That's not Rexplode oh, okay, is, okay. um, so Rexplode is part of the team group that he joins. Gotcha. Rexplode uh, joined a group with, uh, so Invincible to see this is where he just fucks everybody up. Mm-hmm. This scene was I, I was reading that scene I was like this shit is wild <laughs> with his Tom Selleck mustache. Yeah, uh, that does look like Tom Selleck. Um, that team group that he joins, Invincible joins. He's got Rexplode, the team team I believe is called right. I think it's called the team team. <laughs> yeah, the Rexplode. He's got the one girl that Rexplode was with, Adam Eve. Yep, she's also very important. Yep, and then Rexplode ended up fucking the other girl. The a duplicate. Yes, 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 yes. Duplicate, and then he got the robot. Is it duplicate the Asian? Yes. Okay. Um. So he was fucking like four of them girls right at the same time, duplicating them. <laughs> nice. He's fucking killing it. Um. So that's that group, Rex. But but he does have like a very similar outfit. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Um. A lot of the characters that you've named are very big characters for the uh, whole book. Adam Eve is, is, is a very big character in it. I I was gonna show you something from the compendium, but it will ruin a lot for you. Yeah, don't do that. And the story's too interesting. Don't ruin that <laughs> shit. A robot is, is very very involved in the book. Yeah, cause he so robot. So when you're in this book, they basically have a Justice League. Yep. Uh, which was like Darkwing, which is Batman, and uh, like all those characters. They even had like a Wonder Woman character. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. The twist to the story, spoiler alert for everybody, but I think everybody knows we do spoilers in here. Right. Um, when the dad basically was like, I don't give a fuck about anybody on this planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It killed like the entire Justice League yep. type. I don't know what they call themselves. And maybe the seven. I, don't know, I can't remember. What they, no, the there. seven's from the boys, I think. Uh, but something along those lines. It something kills them. generic, but also tongue-in-cheek. Right. So he kills all those guys, and then Robot takes over. 
Mm, So he's right now he's building that team back up. So he's got his own team, and he he chose like uh, Rexplode, and I think he duplicate maybe Eve. Yep. Uh, And then he asked Invincible, and Invincible's like, Nah, fuck that dude. I ain't doing that. That that yeah, man. I'm a little jealous that you're getting to read this a lot quicker than I do. So like, you don't miss any. Well, you're probably some missing detail because it's a lot of fucking pages, but. But it's gonna be better for better as a reader reading kind of all together versus yeah. over the span of ten years. This I'm telling you, this needs to be <laughs> a, a series. But they fuck it up. I'm not sure that the budget could do it. Even the cartoon, because cartoons a take a long time to make too. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of blood in this shit. This is a pretty fucking gruesome. Yes. Gruesome. And book it only for gets sure. worse. Now. Also, it should be said, so th- this book is about teenage superheroes. So you think about that, you think about Spider-Man, you think about Robin, but it's not written for teens, or it's written for teens who don't, where there isn't like a code of conduct that you have to follow, because this scene... Yeah, this scene right like here. Getting ahead. Hey, I know, the mom's, the mom's like, hey, you need to get downstairs. She's sucking your dick! <laughs> she's sucking your dick! <laughs> and it's like basically just a panel of like, she's crying, and later, Lace... For whatever reason, lays her head on his lap. Probably and the mom walks in and she's, <laughs> she's sucking his dick. She's probably not sucking his dick, though. Let's be real. Because her head is... Because his whole thigh... I know. Like, he, by the lot. Like, they had, but they had a couple of scenes like this mm-hmm. where where they did that. And he's he's like, I'm not fucking this girl. Like, stop. <laughs> and some scenes... Some scenes in this book are a sex comedy. Yeah. They, <laughs> and then he has a lot of, like... Um, uh, like comedy about it, almost fourth wall shit. Yes. Where he's like, well, a lot of artists will just uh, <laughs> draw the same, draw the same panel. panel and then it's like a whole page of the same panel. Like, it's pretty funny shit. Like, so, uh, yeah, I, I, every part of that. This the guy. De- oh, yeah, the detective. Now, he's a, he's a badass dude, too. He's, but who, who does this costume look like besides his mask? Um, uh, Watchmen, uh, Russia. Exactly. Yeah. He took Rorschach and made some other dude. He took Rorschach and put a like a, a red uh, ape on him. <laughs> like that's that's all he did. <laughs> like, and then fucking Invincible's dad kills his whole team. They then these all TV crying about it. Oh, who I killed him? Know. That dude is fucked up. He's one of my favorite characters, yeah. though. I'm like that dude. And even he's talking about the kid's mom. Yeah, he's like, I don't give a fuck about that bitch. Like, <laughs> or you? We can rule this place. You in or out? You, you out? All right, fuck you in that bitch. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's nuts, man. I'm like, god damn. Yeah, man, because th- that flip. Even I told you a flip was coming, and because I, I, I thought it was thirteen issue, but thirteen issue is when he comes back and fights that I believe, right? When that, like, yeah, which all is an awesome issue. issue. Awesome issue. But the flip happens in, in, in issue seven, and the backstory is. Uh, his publisher, Jim Valentino at the time, told him, like, look, bro, this book is good, but it sells are kind of shitty, so I heard he had, like, a big reveal for issue 13, move that bitch up. So we can tell the fuck retailers that, hey, you gotta buy this book, otherwise, might have to cancel your shit. He said, fuck it. So, he he said, he he said moving up was the best best thing he he ever could do. Oh, 100%. I think it was great timing on that. I actually think it flowed really well with Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, but that was a huge turning point, and then something that you don't typically see because his dad, to that point, was a good character. Like, he was a likable good dad, like Superman. <laughs> yeah, he was Superman, but not know? as soft as Superman. Like not, no, not as not as a much of a Boy Scout as Superman. No, he he fucked some people up. Yeah. <laughs> then he just flips and fuck you and your mama. Hey, hey, by the way, 
I don't fucking give a shit about that bitch. <laughs> oh, you, you don't mean it. You. No, I really do mean it. I no, really mean it. No, that's the best. The kid's like, you couldn't mean that, Dad. He's like, no, nah, I fucking mean it. Like, it's not. We, I don't even have like a second thought about it. Like, I do not give a shit. That shit was so hard. Man. That's me. If I had a kid, yeah, <laughs> fucking all Mega Man over here. Like, yeah, he just he like did not give a shit. Yeah. And I thought like, okay, he's gonna care a little bit, and he was just like, Mm-mm. nope. Fuck you. Nope. The only thing I care about is this planet. You're taking this bitch over. Yep. For the bitch of my empire, bitch. Now He's like, I fucked around for like a good decade, but then I was out. (laughs) (laughs) Did they uh, say what planet you come from should get? Terrarium or something like that? Trivium? Terrarium is is a a cage for a turtle. Is it? Yes. Mm. Or a reptile of some sort. Yeah, uh, but their race is called the Veltramites. Veltramites. I thought it was start with a T. Was the planet he was from? Unless they changed it now. No, no, nope. it, no. That's there right. That's right. The planet Viltrum. Viltrum. And like the Viltrum. I was close. You get uh, this you were... close. Terrariums. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, and is this and it's also is the story about what if Superman was evil? And there's so many fuck elements in yeah, there. Yeah, it's fucking wild, man. And it, and this is just the first thirteen issues, volume one. And you can tell like it's gonna be like a vast story because there's all these different planets there's aliens come from all these other shit like it's just got a huge scope on it yep and then uh and the crazy part about it is it same thing same thing that you just said it is it, it meshes so many different genres in one and they all work comedy action comedy sex comedy action uh space shit space shit yeah Normally I don't do well with that, and I fucking love it. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, you can tell. Go ahead. With our book club, book club stuff, whenever mm-hmm. I've read a book, like I've, I've pretty much forgotten it immediately. Like I'm on here, I'm like I don't really remember the That's names. True. I fucking know the names of these characters. Like I'm in. Like. <laughs> yeah, because like this first fight scene between him and his dad takes place on the water. They fight like all over the fucking yeah. world, and there's collateral damage. I'm not sure about how much in this one. But no, they fuck up like the whole. Like, yeah, they fuck up like uh, everything in there. There's times in this book where like entire cities, like like at one point, I think they said like thirty percent of, of the Earth's population dies, and, and Invisible could have stopped him, but he was off doing some other shit. Just just hanging out, yeah, doing all that shit. Probably physics homework. That's what he's doing in here all the time. He's always doing homework. And then they show um, times to where he has to let the bad guy win because. It, it, and for the greater good, there's this time where he just says, I'll stop being a superhero because everybody loves the bad guy because reasons, and I just don't want to be part of his world anymore. It's so many fucking twists yeah, and turns. It's fucked up. And then wait till you see what happens with uh, uh, Omni Man. He, he has one of the most. Omni Man. But at least I'm close this you, time. You, I didn't know shit close. about the other characters that we talked about. I, I was going to call him, uh, call him uh, fucking Nolan because that's his real name. But there. But, his arc is one of the best arcs in the book too, because uh, yeah, where the dad, he, yeah, yeah, where he is now, and then where where he ends up is completely different, and it's amazing. Um, There's just some really fucking cool characters in this. Uh, Cecil, I think his name is. He's an important character. Yeah, in he's there. like the government dude. Mm-hmm. And him and uh, Mark have some ups and downs. I can see that. Because this is where I think he invites Mark to basically work for him. Basically be his dad. Is, is what he's yes, doing in this. Yes, he's like, yes, basically, yes. all right, your dad fucked all this up. He's gone. We don't even know where he's at if he's ever come back. We want you to do this. But he kind of 
you could tell, I could kind of tell, like, this dude's a little shady because he's like, here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to make sure your mom's taken care of and you don't have to pay for school. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right. So you're kind of tying him into a corner with that shit, you Mm -hmm. know? So you can kind of tell the dude's going to be fucked up a little bit. Maybe maybe he won't be all bad, but he's definitely got his own motives. Um, so every character has, like, some sort of... Yes. Every single character... It's like um, that show The Wire. They said every character has a speaker on The Wire, has a big plot line in the show vision. Yeah. I can't get through The Wire because the first season is terrible. But people who like it said, like, it takes us to season three to, like, shit start getting good. Unlike this book. Should have moved that shit up. <laughs> Issue seven. They need to fucking drip down. Yeah, they have. But yeah, every character in here has an important arc. Now, arc. now some characters go away, like uh, Mark's best friend. Yeah, I, I could see. Well, he's, I don't know how much you could keep him around for. He's got no power. Exactly. 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 Yeah, he, like he, you couldn't keep him around for that much longer. It was kind of funny when he made him fly him around, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because was he holding him kind of gay or something? Yeah, and then and like the Vince was like, "Man, this is gay." <laughs> I think he even says that. <laughs> Yeah. See, uh, then he comes back in, uh, the alien with the one eye, who seems like kind of a badass character. Yeah. And then what's what's so cool about him is his design is so kiddy and almost comedic, but he, he and he's a cool guy. He cracked joke, but like he's he's a serious character. Oh yeah. Yeah. And there's like I said, there's so many races in this shit. It, it, it's so fucking good, man. Um. And like I said, I can't wait for you to read more of this because Volume Two is gonna have some big twists and turns too. Because uh, uh, like the main characters who permeate the book, uh, Robot, very aptly named because he is a robot. He's just a robot. Yeah. Uh, is there like a a monster who's also a little girl yet? Monster girl, I think is what her name. <laughs> yeah. The names aren't exactly creative, <laughs> but it's like yeah. But, but she was kind of sweet though. Yeah. Because she's basically like the Hulk. But like, we, but she's a little girl who ter- who turned into a man monster creature. Yep, yep. kind of a dope ass character. Right? Yeah, she's pretty sweet. And she fucked up Rex Explode. Yes, just fucked that dude up. So she plays a very a very important part in the book too. I forgot she was in. Oh yeah, yeah. Because the new so after uh, Omni Man kills like all the his heel turn. Yeah, after his heel turn, they got a new group with Robot as the main guy. Mm-hmm. Rexplode. I think Eve and Duplicate, I think. I think you're right. And I think And then they had a Black Samson. Black Samson, he plays a big role too. Yeah, Black Samson. And Black Samson is a playoff Black Lightning. All the black yep. characters have black in them. Yep. And then I think Monster Girl was the other one. I think that's the Probably main so. six that mm-hmm. they got. And there and then they tried to get invincible and he was like, nah, I'm out. I'm not no team player. I'm trying to go to college. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll be honest with you. I'm telling you right now. If I could fly and have superpowers, I ain't going to college. <laughs> well, that's kind of how he feels too. Like that's like a slight spoiler. Yeah. He's he, no. He he won't be in school for long. No. Why 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 would you? Which is also why he isn't very smart in the entire series. Well, I mean, <laughs> I went to school. Opportunity cost. Yeah. <laughs> I could be a superhero, save this world, or I could go I to get college. A bachelor's degree. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm out. But, but um, there's one thing that I kind of want to tell you just because it's so fucked up, and I'm going to tell you anyway. This isn't a huge plot point, but it's just fucked up and funny to me. So Monster Girl is a father of a kid on an alien planet towards the end of the book. <laughs> it's super fucked up. It's a little girl, man. Like, it doesn't make... 
right, so Robert Kirkman obviously has uh, his mind's a little fucked up. Yes, like a little fucked up. He's yes. got to be a little fucked up. And he's a dude from Kentucky, like, <laughs> like fucking uh, the stick bum fuck Egypt, Kentucky. And he, he has one of the most diverse books. Oh, in that's history. fucking wild, dude. <laughs> but that was the funniest thing in the world. They see fathers a child. I mean, so like. I don't even know where to begin with that. Like, I really don't. Like, like, is that little girl present? Like, I hope not. Like, I hope the monster takes over and, like, the monster's doing the fucking. I, yes. I, okay. The monster does the fucking to All right. a female alien and has a child. And the female alien has a child. Um. <laughs> all right. I'm going to have to take that in context when I get there. Like, it feels like right now That's it's a little hard to wrap my mind around that. At least by six. So, 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 so I got a little wild. Because, like, okay. um, did it say anything about Monster Girl having, like, an elephant right now? No. Okay. I don't believe so. She has, like, basically, uh, um, the Gary Coleman disease. Like, Oh, she can't get older right now. Right now, okay, no, no, they haven't said anything yet. So, so, so you probably find it out pretty soon. Yeah, but over time, because everybody in the book ages, like I said, like uh, like the book starts off with Mark's like seventeen, eighteen. Yep. And, and it ends well. The actual storyline ends like they're the flash forward, but the storyline ends when he's probably late twenties. Okay. Which is also rare for a superhero comic book in mainstream that they act the characters Young actually forever. age. Yep. Young forever. He took like the manga approach to it, like like fucking Goku was went from like eight year old kid, now he's like fifty with great grandkids and shit. Yep. A fucking uh fucking uh Naruto had a kid who's a teenager now. Yep. So he he takes that route, and obviously Mark does an age in real time, but yeah, he definitely ages. He gets married. Well, which is cool. I mean, that's a, that's a different mm-hmm. you know approach to it. And does his girlfriend stick around for a little while? Do you want me to actually tell you the answer? Nah, you're right. You're right. I don't <laughs> want to know that answer. It's too much shit. But the the dynamic with him and his girlfriend is pretty cool, though. Well, if it's not cool yet, it gets pretty cool. Because now he... he it's just, right now... I'm trying to think. Right now, she was just kind of like a very, very minor character. She, like, slipped him a note. Oh, okay. You know, and then, like... They were just getting together. Right? Yeah, so they were just kind of getting together. And then, like... The Eve girl who got fucked over by Rexplode, because uh, obviously if you could fuck five girls at once, yeah, what um, are we here for? Yeah, what are we doing? You know, Although yeah. her with her, with her crazy powers, she's fucking Doctor Manhattan and shit. She can do it. She could probably make pussies. I don't know why that girl was complaining when Doctor Manhattan was doing it. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. What about the emotion? Like, bitch, I'm trying to save the world, and I fuck you at the same time. Everybody wins. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not mad at all. I'm impressed. Everybody wins. Like, so. you know how these women's is. <laughs> <laughs> you know how these women's is. The old blue dong right. flying all around on there. I, I think he had like three people. Oh, he got three of him fucking her. Because oh, yeah. he got one off in the corner saving the fucking world. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you mad? <laughs> you mad about that? But you have a foursome with me, 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 and me. But I can't yeah, it's, not like, it's not like I had four other dudes in there. It was right. me. It was me. Four times. But yeah, one dude saving the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I don't even... Oh, oh, yes. That's what I was saying. So, after she got fucked over, you can kind of tell she has feelings for the Invincible dude. Mm-hmm. They kind of did, like, kind of well, innuendos throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then she showed up to his house, um, and he was in the room, yeah, kissing. 
Oh, it's in the other girl. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah. She flies off crying and shit. Yeah, she, like, she gets fucked every which way. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you learn, like, a lot about her, and, like, her, her childhood is all fucked up and shit. I think in volume two, I believe. Um, you find out, like, a lot about her. So, so essentially, because I, I don't think we really did this, and we're 30 minutes in, the, the, the story of volume one is Mark, Mark Grayson finds out, no, he knows that that is a superhero. Or, yeah, from the beginning, from the jump. Which is cool, too, yeah. like, because I think in real life, if this is possible, I doubt that a person who's married with a kid would hide that shit from the wife of a kid yeah. at that point. He doesn't know. I mean, he. I think at the beginning he just thinks his dad's from Earth. Though. Yeah. Like he just thinks like, oh, he's just a dude from Earth. Cause that, yeah, that's part of the reveal that, that like he's an alien. Yeah, like he's not from Earth. He's not, has nothing to do with this planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, fuck you and your mom. <laughs> so uh, he he's been waiting to get his powers, and I think he gets his powers like while, while he's taking a shit or some shit. Or he's jacking off? Or no, no. Yeah, I don't think so. Is it seem like where mom thinks that he's jacking off? Yes. But yes. is his powers or something? Yeah, like, he, like mom is always thinking he's fucking something or himself. <laughs> it, it, like, it, always. Yeah. Like, she always thinks, like, something that. You won't let him jack off. You won't let him get head. Like, you won't let him get nothing. Like, let the boy live. He's 17. <laughs> 17. <laughs> but so, he finds out that... He, he has superpowers finally, and apparently he's a late. Yeah, he was part. waiting to get those superpowers. At puberty, probably. Or superpowers. Yeah. That's always the thing to get at puberty, but he's 17, so he got his shit late. And then, like, his dad takes him takes him to his tailor to get his costume made and shit. Yep. It's a big moment for him. And then it's him balancing life with being his dad's new partner, learning his powers, and balancing, like, his high school uh, job. Yeah, kind of taking on, like, secondary mm-hmm. bad guys, really, just to kind of take the workload off. Off his dad and Yeah, shit. pretty much just, like, bullshit guys. And then he quit his job when he got his powers. Is it? I quit. Uh, yeah. He was just like, ah, <laughs> uh, fuck this. That's a, a sign of things going with how that's his mindset with everything. I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not too far off, I'm to be honest with you. Like, that's probably what most people would do. Yeah. You get superpowers, and then you're trying to make some hot dogs for some people? <laughs> nah, fuck that. If, out. if there was an, an organization like the Pentagon who could put you on that payroll, otherwise you'd be a fool. Because being a superhero, don't pay them bills. Right, right, yeah. I mean, he was he was working like some fast food yeah, bullshit. Yeah, it was fast, it was some bullshit. The guy was like yelling at him for some shit, and he was like, nah, fuck this. You know what? I think I'll quit. But his dad is a famous... A novelist. Yes. Oh, which is cool. So then the book it, it essentially seems like it's going to be like your average coming of age superhero story. And then uh, his dad is, is, is a member of like their version of like the Justice League. Justice League and yeah. then Invisible gets supposed to be on the team team. Or does it get approached after the shit pops off? No, team team first. Okay. Team team is, is pretty early on. He was with team team. And I think he was like, he's just learning the ropes. He doesn't want to fuck with him like that. Cause like he's his dad, partner and shit. Like yep. he wasn't interested in joining. Then, now what was the catalyst for Nolan's heel turn? Nothing? Just came out of nowhere? For his, um, I'm trying to think of what, I don't remember what exactly happened with that. Cause all of a sudden like he called all of those people together because mm. you don't really like that that Justice League type guys. You only see them like f- for maybe an issue. Mm-hmm. Like they get introduced and then he fucks them up like yeah. pretty much immediately. Like he calls them all together and then just kills them all. So then 
He kills them all at pretty much ends that issue, and then the following issue is their funeral. So like he's so now it's kind of a mystery. Like why did dude's dad do all this crazy shit? And then then uh, the, the second reveal is that um, he tells his son, "Look, as you said before, fuck your bitch ass mama, fuck this planet, and fuck you too, unless you join me, because I'm not from this planet, bruh. I'm an alien, yeah. and it's my job and the job of all my people to come to your fucking planet and take them shit over from the inside." Kind of gives the backstory of his planet. Even he's even like, man, you're probably gonna be stronger than me at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, because you let's have do have. this. Yeah. Because uh, I think th- that that what the Empire is trying to do is find planets that have compatible um, genes as them to, to breed yep. more people for the Empire and shit. So then, Invincible is a business. No, he don't beat that dad. And then, they fights. And then, um, he gets his ass molly whopped I mean, you fucked, fucked up. up. They like, fight all they, over like, the place. Blood all over the place. And then, that's when Nolan, or aka Omni-Man, says, fuck it. He doesn't care if the world finds out that like, he's not their fucking hero. And, like, he said, fuck it. I did what I can to do. I have a son who's older. I think that's a problem because his son finally got his powers. That that might be it, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So he says, fuck it. Sorry. It, it, if, if you don't want to join me, I'm off this bitch. Yeah. I'm just going back to the home world, like, tell him what the fuck to do. So now, since you don't want to fucking join, I think he, planned, he, I think he threatens to fucking... Oh, he said he was going to kill everybody. Kill everybody on the planet, yeah. right? So then that happens... And then um, Invincible gets an offer from the guy who runs the Pentagon, who was the person who also, as you said earlier, gave Nolan all of his leads on big crimes and big things that he had. Yeah, like a, basically like a headset or headset, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he gives that to Invincible. So Invincible decides to still not join the team team or the uh, Justice League type team. He'll be his own hero, but he'll also help out Cecil because he needs money and shit. And. His mom needs money because Nolan was the fucking person who, who worked. His wife was a housewife. Yeah, we don't. Re- we see mom in the scene after that, like maybe just a small portion. She's all fucked up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's all, which makes sense. Yeah, because you know, your husband. There were nice. Turns and, out to be an alien that doesn't give two shits about you. And they were a nice, loving couple too. Like. Oh yeah. Were, I'm pretty sure like they were fucking in there too before that. Yeah, there's there's several scenes where he's just like using his super speed. To fuck her. Like, yeah. it's pretty wild. So, they're married, but they ain't dead. No, no, yeah. They, <laughs> oh, Tom Selleck is putting in work. Sign that wrong. Putting in work. So, yeah, so, it's not like they have, like, some fucking loveless marriage, so she, she's fucking devastated, and she will be for a couple of volumes. Which, couple I mean, volumes. which you would be. Because mm-hmm. she's, she's obviously all fucked up, because, like, she has no idea that that was a thing. Right. Um, and she thought this... She thought that she's known this man for probably 20 years at this point. It's kind of like a Star-Lord thing. It kind of is, yeah. Kind of like a Star-Lord thing. But... That's probably the most relatable story to It that. is. But if, Star- if Star-Lord's dad actually raised him, though... That's true. Yeah, he was... <laughs> yeah. He was, he was obviously all, around the entire time, so that makes it even harder for even everybody. Harder. Exactly. Because all of a sudden, just one day, he's just like, well, I'm out. Because they were also a very close family, too. Yeah, they had, like, that dinner, dinner and all that Who does that anymore? They had some, like, pretty funny scenes where he was like, yeah, I was just uh, held captive for, like, eight years. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's like, well, it's been, like, three weeks. Like, yeah, time's a little different over there, but it's been, like, eight months. It's been fucked up. <laughs> so, that's bees. <laughs> so, anyways, thanks for making steak tonight. Like, <laughs> That is the brilliance of the book. It takes things that happen in comic books, but it kind of makes them almost real-world, like... Yeah. 
<laughs> Time's a little different. I've been held captive for like eight months. Uh, That's why I look a little older. A little fucked up. I'm a little fucked up about it. <laughs> so but anyway. I'm here in time for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is just a sample of how great this fucking book is, man. Um, yeah, so that's basically where the first volume ends. I don't remember what happens in volume two. I think volume two is kind of because the whole series is flipped on its head now. It just does like a rebuild. Like it builds him up and like all the team characters uh, from the robot. As a matter of fact, while we're here, I'm going to take a pick at volume three to see what happens in that one. Yeah, so actually the, uh, the, 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 volume, the volume ends with him talking to the alien dude. And the alien dude is like, hey, I think they're coming to fuck you up. The uh, Veltramites? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's when Invincible tells him, like, I actually am a Veltramite. And he's like, oh. Well, now we're going to, like, <laughs> I think they are gonna they plan on being together at some point. I yeah. Think. But uh, Alan Alien. He, oh, he basically says, like, I'm looking for uh, your dad, I think, to maybe to kill stop him. Yeah. And and the kid's like, well, let me know. I'll help you out. And that's how that ends. But this is where the tension starts with Alan Alien. Because, like, they're, like, frenemies. Like, they're, like, uh, what is a what is an equivalent of them? Of who? Of Alan Alien and Invincible that I can equate to that you would know. Because they're friends, but at the same time, they come at odds quite a bit. Even even in the end of the book. They, um, maybe, like, fucking Wolverine and Cyclops? No, like they, they aren't really friends like that, though. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, of, of like, a wrestling equivalent. Like, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. No, but that's that's too tense. Yeah, but basically, they, they they have love and respect for each other, but they both will put the lives of their people or their actual agendas ahead of their friendship at the drop of that. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's an incredible dynamic. Yeah, volume three is when shit gets real. Yeah, volume, <laughs> volume three is when shit... There's some stuff in here. I, th- you know, there's some stuff in this volume... Um, that I didn't really understand, and I'm guessing it's going to come up later again. There's like a robot that comes in. But not like the and robot he's dude. only in it for like an issue, but I don't like, really hey, know what happened. Like Not that robot. He like right. showed up. No, no, no. He had like the skull face in it. Oh, yeah. He might have been a character from like a different book in Image. Because this book, because it's like Savage Dragons in there. This book is, is in the Image universe, but it's not at the same time. But he shows up and everyone's like kind of freaking out about him. I, I bet it's a character from like a different book. And I'm like, what the fuck's happening? This guy right here. He pops up a lot. He pops up a lot. And, and he, yes, he pops up quite a bit. But, but then he randomly. like, like he happened up in this issue, fucked a bunch of people up, and then I never saw him again. That he actually does that a lot. That's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a that was the only thing. That was one of the things I was like, man, what the fuck is going on? And then at the end here, where they're showing like the the other shit that he was drawing, like mm-hmm. concept art and stuff, there was this dog person. Yep. And like they were talking like I shouldn't have known who science it was. Science Dog. I don't know who the fuck he is. Yeah, Science Dog is Robert Kirkman's first character that he ever created. Oh, okay. And Science Dog is a book that Mark reads in the book. Every time they, he's in a comic book store, he's buying Science Dog. Okay. A uh, science dog is gonna pop up as an actual character from like a different universe in this book too. What when was this made? 
early 2000s. Early 2000s, because, like, it, he says some things, like, I don't know if you'd say that, like, uh, Omni-Man right here, mm-hmm. underlined, not gay. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> I mean, that was acceptable, acceptable to, like, two years ago. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, bro, but... I, I'm jealous of the fact that you get to read Volume 3 pretty soon. Because Volume 3 is going to blow your fucking mind. This has been, like, the most excited I've been about reading a comic book. Like, it's just every time... It seems like every issue was a fucking banger. This isn't, like, a big spoiler, but just look at this page right here, bro. Yeah, it's fucking wild, man. Two-page spread of a big-ass fight scene with another fight scene and panels in the background. This yeah. probably took a year and a half to draw. Yeah. <laughs> fucking wild. Oh, and like I did really enjoy like these uh, concept arts in the back. Yeah, I actually went through all these. That's in every volume besides the the uh, compendium. Which, that's the only thing I, I'm mad about. That I feel like it should have had all the back matter from, from from the four volumes that that comprises this book in the back of it, but it doesn't have anything really. And it has a, a, the script to the first issue too, I believe. Yes, I just like like some of the side notes. Like uh, the elephant was a bad guy who was in there for like a minute. He's like. Yeah, that was Corey's fault. Blame him. I had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> bro, I cannot wait for you to read Focus Volume 3, bro. I really can't wait. But yeah, there was a... That was the only... I think that was the only thing besides the science dog. Um, was that robot. Like, I, that was, it was like an issue where he just popped up, fucked a bunch of people up, mm-hmm. and then left. And then, then nobody said anything about him again. It was were, weird. Were these guys? Yes, they were at the funeral, and uh, they fucked the ship, didn't they? That I yes, they um they reattached uh, one of the justice guys. No, I say Justice League because I don't yeah. remember the name. I one of the guys, right. one of the guys that Omni Man kills, they actually reattach his head and re uh, reanimate him. Mm. And they were like trying to control him, but they were like that didn't work at all. Got fucked up. Yeah, they pop up a lot of just just like random. Fights that start up a start up a storyline, like you know how like comic book would be like the, the issue begins with them stopping like a burglar, yep. like they go to the main story. They pop up like that a lot, and then in, 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 in this compendium volume three, and uh, for those of you who can't see what we're doing, I'm talking about the Mar- the Mauler twins from the book. Yeah, bro, I can't wait for you to read volume three, man. Volume three is when it really flips shit on its head. Yeah, see right here, they were they were like. Reanimated that dude. Yeah, because he is immortal, as his name implies. Yeah, but then he just gets fucked up again by Omni. <laughs> like, Omni just rips him in half. He's like, God damn it. Man, I am jealous of you, bro, the fact that you get to read this shit. And then, uh, they aren't really quick reads, I mean, like the issues, but you get so wrapped into it, you just can't stop. Yeah, I've read down. this whole thing in, like, I think one sitting. <laughs> Because that big ass fucking compendium, bro. Uh, normally, a book that large would take me a month to read. I read that bitch in like a week. Yeah. Because it was so fucking good. Um. Let's see. Is there anything else we need to talk about on this one? Okay, so. I think you. Have we been doing rankings of all the books in terms of what's your best and worst, or are, are we just doing. We like, can right, now. We, sh- we should do okay. that now. Um, I think we did it on the last episode. I feel like we did too. Uh, like maybe for a minute, but, but yeah. Although this is season two, but we'll still do like a. Let's a uh, well let's let's we'll, we'll recap that really quick. I think we did Teen Titans, 
Yep. We did Identity Crisis. Yep. Black Hood. Yep. And now this. Yep. Was was Black Hood the last one? Yeah, because Black we Hood did was the last one we did. Season two before we did Black Hood I mean, Volume afterwards. One, Volume Two. Yep. Um, I'm still upset about the issue seven. <laughs> Fucking garbage. Um, if I was gonna rank these, I, Invincible is far and above the number one by by far. It's not even close. <laughs> Um, and then I probably would go Volume 1 of Black Hood. Yeah. I really enjoyed that so story. So far, I agree. And then I'd go Identity Crisis, Volume 2, Black Hood, Teen Titans. Yeah. That's the order I'd go. That's the same exact order I have. Yeah. Because Volume 1 of Black Hood was very good. Very good, besides the issue that you hated. Which, I, I didn't mind that issue as much as That was as a trash-ass <laughs> issue. I'm, I, I'm pretending it didn't exist. Um... Yeah, that that would be the rankings I'd go. One one of these days we'll have a sub bar I mean side sub not sidebar rather and uh get the last volume of uh, Black Hood. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because I've gotta finish that too. But yeah, but uh next month we'll definitely be back with um volume two of Invincible. Possibly volume two, volume three. Okay. If you wanna give me that I'll do yeah. that too. Um have you started two yet? I haven't even started two yet, no. But Start vacation next week. Plan on reading. You get a lot of vacations lately. Like, seems like for... I just, hey, they give me vacation time. I take take it. it. I take it. People are like you should roll that over. I'm like fuck that. Roll I'm this dick it. over. Roll it. Roll that shit. <laughs> roll that shit into next week is what I'm doing. I'm gonna fucking next week. I take a vacation. Hey, should I go right now? <laughs> yeah, I guess more vacation so I can also I can leave right now. I was looking for somebody to take a vacation next week. Me, oh, sign me the fuck up. Like. <laughs> Where are you going? Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> I'm going to the same place that you should go. It's to my own goddamn business. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what I do. I don't give a fuck. I'll take I a vacation you, right now. I feel you. Um, so how many drunk Iron Man's? Obviously, it's probably pretty high. But uh, would you give? What scale are we doing? A one to ten. One, one to ten. Trash uh, ten being incredible. Nine point five. I mean, I, I get the whole series a 10 out of 10 because, like I said, it's the best thing I've ever read superhero-wise. But I, I'm not going to rate these because I'm so... Um, it's been so long since, since I've read them, and I'm not going to read them again. It's about as close to perfect as you can get. The only thing... There's a couple of random scenes where I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like that... I get, Which I'm knocking it for. But yeah, I got to knock it for that. Cause I don't know. I, I I just don't understand what's happening. Like that guy, the skeleton robot. Like I don't, I don't. But it's such a small amount of knock that it's gonna be definitely nine point five. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, in many ways, it's the perfect comic book, bro. Cause the art is good, nice and crisp and clean. The uh, the writing's on point. It's it's funny. There's drama in it. <laughs> it hits with everything. It literally has everything in it. Yeah. yeah. People this talk is about volume one. Yeah. <laughs> People talk about. About uh, Kurt Ridden and like The Walking Dead. Walking Dead is trash compared to this. It's not even fucking close. <laughs> not even fucking close. Like but, the story, like the different levels it hits on this. There's Monster Girl on the back right there. Yeah. And then you can tell that he is a comic book fan from life because he has so many tropes in there. Yeah, he talks that, about, yeah. This dude right here. Um, that's the dude that says, you know, he's like, oh, it must be really hard to, to make all these comic books. And he's like, well... Not really, man. I mean, just some of them just reuse the panels. That's <laughs> uh, just a reuse of the panel for four pages. <laughs> was that in the comic book store or? Yeah, he gets. Uh, comic convention. He gets. It's in the comic book store. He gets that dude to sign. 
Yes, what is that? Because I think like that's like a uh, a trope of the book. Every time that he goes to a comic book store or a comic book convention, there's like a meta comic there. Is there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like an ongoing thing. Um, now one thing that I did spoil for you before we before we even started the season of the show, uh, which uh, people in the audience may or may not know, but like I, I sent you panels of when he gets raped. You told me about it. I don't think you sent me panels. I, oh, I didn't? Oh. No, I don't think you sent me the pictures of it. You told me about it. Yeah. And that's when I was like, I, I guess I got to fucking read this. Cause <laughs> I got to know what's going on with that. But I think that's a long ways away, isn't it? Yeah, that happens in like the last part. Okay. So basically, bodies one through eight here are acts one and two of the three-act structure. This is the third act. That's why the compendium says number three. Because mm. it, it breaks the book down to the first act, second act, third act. So yeah, you're way way away from that. Yeah, but it's gonna lead to him getting raped. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, that's uh, looking forward to that scene. And and, hit, hit, and it's done so well. His reaction to it is so fucking deep. It's like a it's like a normal a normal fucking rape victim, man. Yeah. Well, I mean that's what makes it so good though. Like that kind of not, yeah. not we're not rape. I do not condone rape. Well, tell you that right now. I second you said good. I said he gets raped. You said good. <laughs> I knew, see, I knew I shouldn't have said good, but I was just I meant <laughs> he gets raped. Good. <laughs> the story is just really good. The story is just really good. Yeah. Um. But because how he reacts when he sees no. Also, I should say he's raped by a woman. But when he gets raped by the woman, his reaction to seeing her. Um. It's so fucking visceral. So visceral. It was good. Shit hits deep. Mm-hmm. That shit hit different. Uh, also, the fucking... The fucking lettering is amazing on that shit. Wow. I was just going to say the artwork in this was really good as well. I like this a lot. This is where she fucks him up. Oh, monster. Yep. Who's slaying that rod pretty soon. I'm wearing a fucking skirt, too. Just ready to go. <laughs> See... That yeah, you know what? That might be a, a retcon. Well, there's a flat chest. Cause I, I feel like back in the day, I didn't feel like Monster Girl had a dick. But how? No, nah, I mean you can kind of. That's like in between transforming. Oh yeah, then, yeah, like, yeah right here is like you're cool. right, you're right. How was it? Uh, oh, that, that gets that gets so deep in terms of like the transsexual shit. Cause she's basically both genders. Yeah. That whew, well, ahead of its time. Uh, way ahead, ahead of its, of its time, time. Because obviously, when she turns into the monster, she grows a dick and balls, and she gets similar fluid. And uh, working similar fluid. Uh, yeah. Get hard as a villain too. <laughs> Get hard as a villain. Get hard. <laughs> but um, so much more cool shit to come in this season of uh, the book club. Uh, hopefully, by the time this shit comes out, we'll see if I'm if I'm if I can do it. Sorry. Um. We'll get a new title card, and we'll call this season, book club season two, probably colon, the Invisal Castle some shit. But, like I said, bro, I'm jealous of the fact that you get to fucking read this shit, and then read it cohesively, and get to see, like I said, the pound for pound, the best superhero comic book of all time. Yeah, yeah, I can see that so far. So far, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to read the rest of this shit. And it only gets better from here. All right, um, I can't think of a sign-off, but we are out this bitch. See you next month, bitches.